Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheek Talk. Today's guest is my boyfriend Adam and he's actually been a cheap, I was going to say cheap talk, cheap shot customer for longer than I was. So Adam, do you want to say hi? Who are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm a second year music student and Third year. You'll probably know me. I'm pretty much part of the furniture at Cheap Shot. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you've seen a, a guy standing at the box, it's me. It's going to be him. Yeah, for yeah, sure. <laughs> You're there like more than I am someday, it feels like. I think it's funny because I said this to you the other day. We knew about each other before we met because I was told that the music crew were going to be um <laughs> really like regular customers at cheap shop paddy said this and also i had seen on instagram not to like call you out but i'd seen on instagram <laughs> you'd commented a few times um on some of the cheap shop posts and oh, i would no, see... don't expose me please <laughs> no i think it's so funny i saw your name come up a few times and i was like i need to like went over this guy <clears throat> because obviously he really he really loves cheap shot and he comes all the time um so then when you came up to the box i knew it was you and i was like oh this is adam like i need to impress him well i, ma I made it i made it a point to come past on your first day i remember because yeah. paddy was paddy was going on about you he was saying oh i picked who's gonna be coming cheap shot next year it's a person called mel i was like all right okay and he told me when you're i remember i was asking when your first day was I was like, oh, when's your first day going to be? And he's like, oh, it'll be Friday or whatever it was. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, when is it again? He goes, oh, Friday. When is it? Still Friday. <laughs> just went on. <laughs> well, you had to check out the new cheap shot. It makes sense. Um, yeah. So this is also a bit um, weird. This is more exposing myself. But remember, I was showing you my guest book. Not guest book. But oh, God. <laughs> So it wasn't even my first day, it was my training day that you came um, because I wrote, I was so excited to start and I just knew that Cheap Show had a lot of regulars and I was like, I need to like, yeah. learn all, all their names and all about them. So <laughs> if I spoke to a customer and I thought they were regular, I would write their name down and maybe a little <laughs> small description of them or what their order was or whatever. Um, and you're the only customer, I think Darren's in there as well, but you're the only customer who's still a customer that came on that day. And I just wrote, <laughs> and then we looked back at this a couple months later and it was so funny. Um, I just wrote Adam, second year music. I think I said Americano because you used to drink Americanos. You used to drink Americanos, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I said short. <laughs> you did say short, yeah, right. And you're that. taller than me, but... I just feel I'm like quite I'm a bit taller than you, but you're you're up on not quite like above above. I am above elevated above. a little bit. You, you thought <laughs> I was taller than you until like you were taller than me rather until like quite shocking. Recently, recently, I think it was like January that I realised. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. And I would say even say to people, "Oh, the guy who was just here, the short guy," and just you're not short. I don't know where that came from. I'm really well. It's weird because other people have said that about me as well, have they not? Other um. <laughs> Yeah, I remember Victoria, if she's listening, she uh, she said the guy who was here and she like made a gesture well, of hands if you were short. I think we should put it to the public 
Am I sure? Yeah, they, they'll know and more. Do I even want to know the answer? I, I also think it's because you lean against the box, so that reduces your height. Yeah, I do like slouch on the box. You know? Yeah, well, you got to get comfy if you're there all day. Yeah, true. Um, Which I am. But then I also, the last descriptor I wrote, do you remember what it was? I do, yeah, I do. It so gave women directions. Oh, because I think it must have been the first day we were chatting and stuff. And then this group of women, this was, oh, it wasn't the fringe, obviously, but it was like quite busy in Edinburgh. And they were all dressed up and they were asking where some where was was it McEwen Hall no it wasn't McEwen Hall I can't remember um but it was a place well, Prin- no it was Princess Street do you remember because I gave them a really like convoluted route on how to get to Princess Street so I was like yeah so if you turn right on this bit and then left down here and then you'll see a wee cobbled side street down there you just nip down there and then you'll come out right onto the mound and then just across and then you <laughs> I remember and then you just you just looked at me I'm like Nah, and then just gave a far easier route straight down Nicholson Street and you're there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but then you did become, like, my direction giver. Uh, Anytime someone came up and asked where something was, I would just look at you and be like, take it away. Uh, <laughs> I'm so bad at directions. And also, you are a record record holder at Cheap Shop because you have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again. The most count all the individual stamps on the stamp card again. Yeah, I can't even remember the number. I think it's 154. 154. Could be. I think um, there's six, 69 stamps on each red card. Yeah. And I've got three red cards up there, so let's have a look-see. And then you've got one 69. green card, because you finally got... Did I finish a green card as well? Yeah, So yeah, 257 then. Okay. Is that so, right? That sounds wait. like an awful lot. How many? I thought it was 250. So 69 times 3, add 50. Yeah, 257. Is it definitely 50 on the green one? You're not about to make me go and count, are you? <laughs> I should know. Anyway. I think there is 50, pretty sure. Because there's, like there's like a 9. Oh, we know what I've And then there's a 6. There's a 9 and a 6, and then a 9 and then a 3. And then there's another nine, and then a two, and then an no, there's not a six two, and a two. That's fifty. So I think that is right. Pretty sure it goes nine. I said fifty. Yeah, you, I I said fifty. Or maybe I said fifty-four. <laughs> I could just look at the archives. Oh yeah. Okay, I don't know why you didn't do that. Really. <laughs> because I thought I'd have to scroll back quite far. Hold on. Okay, right. I've I've actually written it here. So. You have drunk 257 coffee. 257. I think that's what we said about five minutes ago when we started this conversation. And then you've got one green card because you finally got... Did I finish a green card as well? Yeah, you did. So yeah, 257 then. Okay. Is that right? That sounds like an awful lot. So yeah, 257 then. (laughs) Yeah, so you... Don't have the most cards up there, but you have the most coffees up there because of your kill environment cards. Okay, sorry guys. <laughs> I've got one green one up though. Yeah. And I like my keep cup. It's just I wasn't able to use it. For I don't like your keep cup. I don't. Like oh no, it. you don't like my keep cup, do you? One of the squishy ones. Clap, collapsible cup. So obviously, straight away, I knew that you were a music student because you were part of the famous music crew. Um, and I just wanted to, I don't think I've ever actually asked you 
this. So wait, do you want to quickly explain your degree a little bit? So I study for a Bachelor of Music, which is a performance course or a performance-based course, uh, or certainly a more practical course than the other one, which is uh, an MA, which is kind of more theory and history-based. Uh, so I play the piano. That's kind of my main thing that I enjoy doing, I would say. Um, but on the course, we also, so far, we've had to do composition, uh, some of which has been just free composition. We can compose what we like. Some of which has been focused in a specific era or style. What else? Uh, we've had to do a couple of music history courses as well, which have been quite interesting. And I feel like there's something I'm missing. Oh, yeah, we did a psychology of music um, course in first year as well. And a pop music history course so far. I was going to ask you as well about talent so i like i obviously think you're talented but and then but obviously you chose piano hmm. do you think that anyone can become talented at it or do you think because what if you've chosen a different instrument and you weren't or do you think you can be talented at more than one hmm. i don't know are you born with it or what do you think I don't know. Um, I I really I really don't know the answer to that question, to be honest. Um, I guess I I definitely think there are some people who are prodigies. Pro or or well, I don't know because I think prodigies is kind of a different thing. Because mm. I think I think in a lot of cases, like what you'd think of as a child prodigy. Like I remember growing up, or or. Yeah, growing up like entering into competitions and stuff like that and you'd, you'd sometimes go along and see someone play and it would be like wow that's really hard mm -hmm. what they're playing but by the time they get to like a sort of serious stage where they're you know deciding whether to take it as a career their playing can become quite kind of static in some cases not in all cases of course i mean not not in every case but i think in a lot of cases prodigies can these days in particular perhaps can just be kind of like little note factories <laughs> and they're just kind of like sat in front of a piano and learn learn things by rote and they don't really like they just learn a really really complicated piece that their brain can't really handle but they're just taught to sort of press buttons in the right order okay. quickly rather than taught how to actually play the music I mean I definitely think talent exists but I don't really know where it comes from or what it is if it's nature or nurture as you say. Yeah so what do you I think we've spoken about this briefly before but what do you think about the future of classical music? Mm. Because I know you have a few issues um, like thinking about how it can continue really. Yeah I mean I think I think it's very difficult to know really where it's going to go. Um, at the moment, classical music, um, like live classical music specifically, is um, dominated by middle class, mm. older people generally. Generally, again, that's a, a fleeting generally. Like I go to classical music concerts, but when I go to classical music concerts, I distinctly feel a little bit out of place mm -hmm. um 
So I think just with that demographic, unless certain things change, I think live classical music specifically, and perhaps then like recorded classical music and things like that is going to um, decline, I would say. So um, what do you think could change? I'm not asking you to be a reformist with this, but... Well, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stigmas. Um, okay. And, uh, like, stigmas that, that we're sort of brought up with as kids specifically, and it's kind of just ingrained within us from there on. Mm-hmm. Um, one being that it's expensive, which it's just not. It's not an expensive way to, ent- like, entertain yourself. You can get very... Especially as, like, young people... Mm-hmm. Um, which is the demographic that's most missed by yeah. um, classical music. You can get like dirt cheap tickets that are cheaper than a cinema ticket to go and see a, a live classical music venue mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Uh, a live classical music event, rather. Um, so, I mean, I think that's one thing is the, sp- the, the price. So, I was to say spice, for God's sake. Hardly. <laughs> classical <laughs> music, spicy. Spicy. Um, the price stigma is uh, is a big one, and then also just like the the fact that it's um, dominated by by older folk, I think is a, a, an issue as well, and that people don't think it's very cool to go to classical music concerts. Um, people don't think it's yeah, it's not trendy. Um, there's also a lot of stigmas around kind of etiquette and stuff like that as well. I actually, yeah, I remember one specific story about sort of etiquette that sort of stands out was when I was probably like a teenager, I went to a classical music concert with a friend who was not musical in any way. I mm-hmm. uh, just didn't, I had never been to something like that before. Uh, to, like, she didn't, I remember she messaged me before and she was like, she didn't even know what to wear. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, that's another big thing. Like, what do you wear? It's so relatable, yeah, for sure. You know? Uh, I remember she they got to the end of one of the movements uh, of one of the pieces and she clapped, she started clapping, mm, oh, uh, which yeah. is obviously like yeah. big no-no. I remember she there was a guy that turned round and he turned right round in his seat and she went like, like that oh, no. in, in his seat. Uh, you know, like what at the time was like, you know, 14, 15 year olds, you know, it's like, come on. Like, and, I'm, I, I, I think experiences like that yeah serve numerous purposes putting off the actual person that it happens to mm-hmm. and then they go around saying oh no why would you go to that i had this happen to me mm-hmm. and then someone else goes oh i don't like the sound of that and then they don't go to a classical yeah. music concert and and it's 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 hopeless just, that. that's how stigmas start but it's 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 actually hopeless you're just gonna you know yeah it doesn't make it feel very inclusive or welcome yeah. really not to be grim but this generation like of old people who enjoy and appreciate it once they're gone who's gonna take yeah well that's that's the problem i mean that once that demographic dies off yeah which will be across probably the next let's say 30 years or 50 years Mm -hmm. who's going to be there a lot of change needs to happen and to be fair there there is change happening um and and like there's definitely steps being made in the right direction like a lot of like the pop classical music if you like mm-hmm. concerts um things like for example the the rsno they run um like well we we'd actually 
planned to go to one of them, haven't yeah. we, you and me? But it uh, ended up being cancelled because of the bloody corona. Um, but we'd planned to go to, what was it again? It was John Williams at the Oscars. Yeah. And so, I'm so excited for that. Cause yeah, I know. So was I. It would have been... Months, like, what been... music he'd done and stuff. Because I, when I heard the name, I didn't know... I just assumed I didn't. I wouldn't know who he was, but obviously, so much of his music is so famous. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he did what? Well, well, I mean, he did like E.T. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He did Superman. I said Star he did, Wars. He did do Star Wars. Oh, Star great! Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Star Wars. <laughs> um, I feel. I feel like our like you've introduced me to a lot of music that I wouldn't have probably oh. found if I hadn't met you. Go on then. Sure. I was going to say who you've introduced. Oh, uh, you're asking for examples now. Well, yeah. Oh, um, come on, you know loads. Poolside. I wouldn't listen to Poolside. It, um... Yeah, I don't know how I found out about Poolside. It was like last summer, and I think their album just came up on Instagram, and it was like the most beautiful cover album cover. So I yeah, they've got nice album covers. Actually. Yeah, they're the most summery songs. Like yeah, yeah, and they're little. You know, on Spotify, how they give you the little video clip that you can watch oh yeah yeah they're always really summery and quite vintage so they're fun yeah yeah so you got some prints on there yeah video killed the radio star yeah that's if i was to sum you up that you have nothing to do with that song really but it just reminds me of you what does it oh that's quite funny it's video what video killed the radio star yeah Great, okay. Death threats now, fuck's sake. Um, <clears throat> Paul Simon, Craig David. Craig David. It's very varied, isn't it? This is my. This is what I'm saying. I'm very... But to be fair, I added to Paul Simon and you added to Craig David, so I think that kind of... <laughs> sums it up, really. Sums it up, really, yeah. So something else I was going to ask if you wanted to talk about was working at the Whiskey Experience and... How you found that? Mm, yeah. So yeah, I worked at the whiskey experience from probably well, when would it have been? It'd been about yeah, the beginning of May through until sort of mid December or something like that. Uh, in fact, it was because I remember you came on my tour, didn't you? On my last, my last ever day. Yeah, I did. That was last ever shift. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um. And yeah, I didn't know anything about whiskey when I started. In fact, you know what? Actually, I didn't even really like whiskey when I started. Don't tell. Well, I mean, they're not my boss anymore. Well, you but, love it now, so. Uh, yeah, I do love it now. To be fair, I can't get enough of it now. I do. Well, that makes me sound like an alky. I'm not an alky. Just you know, put that out there. And then obviously the guiding part of it was really good fun. Guiding through summer was great, and during fringe was really great. So, do you have any fun or scandalous? Tourist stories, tourism stories from working in scandalous tourist stories. Yeah. Um. So part of the training process, right, was obviously you had to do all of the you know box office and the front end end ride and all that kind of thing. But you also had to shadow other people's tours throughout the throughout the um throughout the, like the day, the working day at first. So I to kind of like get like little jokes and little sort of things that make it sound a little bit more interesting rather than just a script, you know. <laughs> Um, so I remember I shadowed, um, I once shadowed one of the, one of the guys at my work, um, his tour and, 
he told this joke in one of the rooms. So there was a room where like you sort of selected your whiskey. And you went through all the flavours and you'd say, oh, if you want a whiskey from the Lowlands, uh, the Lowlands whiskey is sort of light and citrusy. You just So there was like dots projected onto the table and you would put your glass on the sort of corresponding dot to whatever whiskey you wanted. And so we as guides would go, so if you want a, a Lowlands whiskey, you put your you put your glass on the, on the yellow dot in the top right. Lowlands whiskey is uh, sort of light and citrusy. Now, if you want a Speyside whiskey, uh, and this was the point where I tuned in. Uh, I listened to this guy's tour and he said, if you want a Speyside whiskey, light and fruity, light and fruity, a little bit like myself, ladies and gentlemen, you put that glass on the blue circle. And this got quite a laugh from the room. So I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, obviously quite a funny joke. Didn't really get it myself, but I'll write it down anyway. So I wrote it down in my little red notebook. And I went home that night and I was practicing my script and I thought, I just slot that joke in. I got quite a laugh. I think it would be quite funny. Little did I know what it actually meant. Uh, so I got back to work the following day and, you know, did my tour and all that kind of thing. And then I actually got, I did, I did that joke during training. And then I got signed off by my managers during training, uh, doing that joke. Oh. And then I proceeded to do that joke for the rest of my time at the Whiskey Experience for every tour until <laughs> December. Um, so I did it all the way through like seven months range. Say again, seven months, pretty much. Yeah, seven months, four of which were full time doing three tours a day with about 25 people in every tour. Um, so yeah, I did, I you know, thousands probably of people heard me make this joke. Yeah, uh, in addition to all of my colleagues, um, <laughs> as well, and my managers and everyone. Yeah, everyone heard this joke. Um, and then I remember I was standing at the box with you and Flora, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. and, hi, um, Flora. Yeah, I know. Hi, Flora, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I am going to call you next week, I promise. I really, I'm so sorry. I've been I'm, telling them to do it for about yeah, a month. <laughs> has, I know, I'm, I'm really bad at, yeah, sorry. Um, but anyway, the yeah, we were standing at the box and the... Um, we were chatting about the tour and Flora was like, so did you make any funny little jokes? I was like, well, actually, I'll tell you my best joke. <laughs> I'm talking about Speyside whiskies, and I say white and fruity, a little bit like myself. And Flora just kind of went, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, because, you know, cause, you know, fruity means gay. And I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? You were like, I knew that. And I looked to you and I thought, he did not know that. <laughs> like definitely did not know that and then no. she was like oh right okay and then I, th I could see like the realization on your face like gradually show up on your face and it was yeah. classic so you had to do it for my tour I, I made you do it. I did yeah you did I did it for your tour yeah as a sort of final goodbye to the yeah tour. homage terrible but oh. then you um went in to get me a small bottle of Spay... Spayburn. Spayburn 10. Yeah. Which I like. I don't actually like, still don't think I like whiskey or classical music. Like, unless you're playing or unless yeah. it's Spayburn 10. I think, well, you like Spayburn and Tonic, don't you? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I love Spayburn and Tonic as well, to be fair. It's nice. It's See, nice. so anyone who has judged me in the past, exactly. and if you're saying that and you work there, then I'm going to take that. I think that's yeah. what I'm Yeah. 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 Um, what was I saying? 
oh yeah you went in there to get me a bottle and you said it was for your girlfriend and i think they must have been like yeah they were all like <laughs> yeah. <"Come> <laughs> yeah as soon as i left they're like i thought he was gay <laughs> you're not joking mate. all right i think that's probably gonna have to be it because <laughs> this the version that you guys are listening to of this episode is so heavily edited i mean i think we've been talking for over two hours now yeah probably yeah, yeah. but i, I knew we, this would be difficult but it's uh <laughs> we've had yeah. so much stuff no. um, yeah, it just feels unnatural in a way yeah, but yeah. We, we don't if this has sounded like mechanical at all it's because it is because we don't normally <laughs> i don't normally ask you know like where your love for classical music came from because we just don't talk about <laughs> it's that. not really the sort of thing we speak about no like if you think oh he stands at the box all day and this is how they talk it's not, it's yeah. Really not. but yeah also when i was going to introduce you i meant to say that you are not only the editor for this podcast you're literally the behind the scenes of cheap shot really oh away no away. seriously well, maybe not behind the scenes because you're literally there for everyone to see all the time. Um, <laughs> but really, like, you, I don't think I would have kept going with it in the same manner as I have done um, if you weren't there, really. If, so, guys, if you've seen the, what are they called? Vouchers. Yep, Adam made them. Um, if my phone has been charging in the box, it's because I didn't charge it through the night and I needed a charger and he's came and given me one. Um, basically, just any... Look, he's blushing right now, but... <laughs> Seriously, you literally, are, you literally keep it going and it's funny because I don't think anyone... People think you just stand there and chat, but you really do help out. I mean, let's be honest, I do spend quite a lot of time there just standing and chatting. So. You do. And and regulars, you know, chat to you now as well. So yeah, I love yeah. it. Anyway. And even yeah. not regulars. Yeah. Or they'll like smile and whatever. And that's really nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're a nice uh, side feature to have, Rubal. Gee, thanks. Boyfriend, i.e. side feature, Jarman. What did I call you once? Uh, Performing monkey. monkey. <laughs> Performing monkey. Can you believe that? Christ. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of that chat. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm joking. I did. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. That's horrible. No, I did. There was some interesting. Oh, how are we gonna, How am I going to edit this? Oh, God. I don't know. I'm really... This is a nightmare. Oh, no. This is a nightmare. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so next week, hopefully, I'll have a more... <laughs> Coherent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never snored in my life. Oh, my sheets hurt from laughing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and see you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.